0: Hello, this is Mehig from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, November 6th and the big news of the day comes from Maharashtra where NCP Chief Sharad Pawar has said that their role is to play opposition. Ever since the election results of Maharashtra Assembly polls, there is no clear answer to who is going to form the government. BJP and Shiv Sena still haven't come to an agreement on the CM post and other matters. Today, Sharad Pawar asked both these parties to end the feud and form the government. Pawar told reporters, quote, I do not want to become the chief minister again. I have been the CM of Maharashtra four times. If we had the numbers, then we would have formed the government by now. BJP Shiv Sena should form the government as early as possible. There shouldn't be any constitutional crisis. I will meet Sonia Gandhi over the next few days, unquote. He also made a jibe at Home Minister Amit Shah and said, quote, Amit Shah is known for his skills to form governments in the states where the BJP doesn't always have numbers. I am keen to see his skills in Maharashtra, Meanwhile, Shiv Sena's senior leader Sanjay Raut called on Sharad Pawar in a second meeting between the leaders since the deadlock in the state. The meeting comes a day after the NCP said it was open to joining hands with the Sena if the Uddhav thakre led party walked out of the alliance with the BJP. Basically, nobody has a clue what is going on and everybody is talking to everyone to see who gets to form the government. (laughs) Tensions remain high in the national capital over a series of confrontations between the two wings of law and order, lawyers and Delhi police. On Wednesday morning, the violent feud was further escalated when two lawyers threatened to commit suicide. While one lawyer poured kerosene on himself but was stopped by his colleagues in time, another threatened to jump off a building. After this, the group of lawyers then raised slogans against the police, chanting Delhi Police high high." The protests have now spread to Dwarka and Saket courts. The demonstration by lawyers comes a day after unprecedented protests by Delhi police personnel outside the police headquarters for 11 hours against attacks on their colleagues at the Tis Hazari and the Saket courts on November 2nd and 4th. The police have demanded that the licenses of lawyers who assaulted their colleagues should be revoked and the transfer of the officers involved in the Tis Hazari clash be rescinded. The police personnel also want an FIR to be registered against every lawyer involved in the Tis Hazari case and they also want FIRs registered against policemen by the lawyers to be quashed. If you want some context, on Monday, one policeman was beaten up outside the Saket District Court. Another incident happened last Saturday after a parking dispute between an on-duty policeman and a lawyer. This led to at least 20 security personnel and several advocates being injured. Yeah. You heard that right. A parking dispute has escalated to levels where policemen are asking for justice and lawyers are trying to commit suicide. Welcome to India. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said the government will soon use its strong electoral mandate to usher in the next wave of reforms and will not miss the bus this time. When asked about whether nationalism is triumphing economic issues, she said, quote, It is not possible for any government, be it at the centre or in the state, to say, give me your vote on nationalism and I do not want to talk about economic issues. Is the voter going to be indulgent enough to say, alright, the Prime Minister doesn't want to talk about the economy, so we won't talk about the economy. Unquote. She said the manufacturing sector competitiveness is still being pulled down by extraneous factors such as high cost for land, electricity and also changes in land use which are beyond the ambit of individual companies. Sitaraman said the government now wants to do some reforms in all these areas. With dozens of companies leaving China and opening shops in other emerging countries like Vietnam and Bangladesh following the US-China trade wars, Ms. Sitaraman said the government has already created a list of potential players who will be tapped for business. She added that some conversations are on in this regard. At least 15 people have been killed in an attack on a security checkpoint in southern Thailand, including a police officer and many village defence volunteers. The incident late on Tuesday was the worst single attack in years in the region where a separatist campaign has killed thousands. The attackers in the province of Yala also used explosives and scattered nails on roads to delay pursuers. Colonel Pramod Prom Inn, spokesperson for the army, said, quote, 12 were killed at the scene. Two more died at the hospital and one died this morning. Five others were wounded and the attackers took M16 rifles and shotguns from the checkpoint. Unquote. He told reporters that this is likely to be the work of insurgents. There was no immediate claim of responsibility. Prime Minister Prayuth Chan Ocha said the perpetrators must be brought to justice. More than 11,000 scientists have warned of untold suffering due to global warming and said the Paris carbon cutting pledges are too little and too late. Meanwhile, the European Union confirmed that last month was the warmest October ever registered. This is right after September and July also set the record for being the hottest months ever. According to a report from five senior scientists, three quarters of national commitments under the Paris Climate Accord to curb greenhouse gases will not even slow the accelerating pace of global warming. The sobering assessment came a day after President Donald Trump formally notified the United Nations of the U.S. withdrawal from the 2015 Paris Climate Pact. This has triggered fresh concerns on the impact this will have on other nations and how they would react. These 11,000 scientists sounded a five-bell alarm in the peer-reviewed journal Bioscience, noting that the world has failed to act on global warming despite the accumulation of evidence over 30 years. They noted that global temperatures have increased 1 degree Celsius above pre-industrial levels, enough to boost the impact of deadly heatwaves, floods and superstorms and are on track to rise another 2 or 3 degrees by the end of the century. And now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. Our journalist Ayush Tiwari has just returned after a long visit to Ayodhya. And no, he wasn't there as a pilgrim, he went there to do some kick-ass stories. In his first story, he met a few spiritual godmen in Ayodhya who appear on TV news channel debates. Where do these people come from and what expertise do they have on the Ayodhya dispute? Who got them to come on TV in the first place? These are a few questions Ayush has found answers for. Do check out his piece on newslaundry.com. Your subscriptions are what allow reporters like Ayush to do these stories. All his travel, stay and food was paid for by you, dear subscribers. So thank you for your contribution. If you aren't a subscriber already, please do go to newslaundry.com, click on the subscribe button and select an amount you would like to contribute. Support our work and keep independent media alive. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform.